0: that undulates unto its own rhythms and weather, its few humans floating like specks on a broad water. None of this was lost on Walker. Like most fine novelists, she seemed interested in places and people, perhaps including herself, that are sometimes one thing and sometimes another. She exhibited early on an interest in ambivalence and a tolerance for it. All this is by way of suggesting that Unless the Wind Turns, the first novel in which Walker placed her characters in the West, is a study in the ways that characters and places can seem to contain their own opposites. The book interweaves several stories the story of a troubled marriage, an exploration of Easterners versus Westerners, and a pure adventure a few men trying to fight, then to escape a thunderous forest fire. Walker no doubt drew on a large fire that had swept through a drainage of the Teton River in 1938, not far from where the Shams had a cabin. The tragic man Gulch fire that Norman McLean immortalized in Young Men in Fire broke out further east in Montana in 1949. When the novel opens, we meet John Davis, who spent part of his boyhood in a Montana town on the prairie east of the mountains. He has brought his eastern-born and bred wife, Serena, to the mountains for a horseback vacation that he hopes will revive their flagging affections. She, however, has invited others along, her friend Lizzie, and Lizzie's physician husband Walt, and another physician named Victor, a refugee from Nazi Germany whom Serena has befriended and is attracted to. John and Serena are not, as we would say today, communicating well. John is the only Westerner in the bunch— Though he was schooled from boyhood in the East because his mother, on her deathbed, had wished it. She had never liked the prairies. The wind made her nervous, and there were no trees. John discovers that his return to the West, if only for a vacation, exhilarates him. He tells Serena that he stepped off the train and everything kind of swung into its place. Same stars, same dry, sagey smell, same wide feeling, the way I knew it would be. I felt high as a fool and he soon finds himself indulging in one of the oldest and most persistent of Western fantasies, the idea that the West has the power to make unhappy people happy. Things were going to be different, he thinks, even he and Serena. The others, however, are deeply wary of their surroundings. The prairie towns, so provisional-looking and unshaded, carry a certain terrible sharpness. And when they leave the prairie behind and ride their horses along the piney, light-dappled mountain trails, the beauty is so relentless it becomes monotonous, Walt complains. Above Timberline, the peaks surrounding them become a psychic equivalent of the nearby plains, bare and austere, stark and barren. The visitors feel nervous and taxed, even before they see the first wisp of smoke from the forest fire. There is a tendency among some Westerners, perhaps more fierce when this book was written more than half a century ago, to view Easterners with a peculiar mixture of envy and disdain. Citizens of the East might know about money and books and power and culture, but they have somehow become atrophied as individuals, so dependent on each other, on talk, and on a mediated experience of the world— that they can't live authentic and capable lives. That attitude, which I state in oversimple terms, clearly interested Walker, and maybe why she created a counterpoint to the dudes. He is Burns, their sage and competent guide, and he is big, lean, hard, quiet, deliberate, and adept. Burns looks weathered, but also younger than his years. He's an idealistic loner who never married, he said, because he wouldn't want any woman unless she wouldn't care whether we lived next to the mountains, or railroad tracks, or whether there was another person in the world as long as there was us. That's love, and you don't find it very often. John remembers that his father once compared Burns to a mountain goat because— not many animals can stand it way up there alone but goats get down to bare rock and manage to live the easterners on the other hand are chatty patronizing in search of entertainment rather than experience